Featuring our talented and handsome hosts, Ken Roybaugh and Chris West. No. <laughs> People. No class, People. man. No class. None. Zero class. And, well, I got this in the mail today. I don't know if you can see that. It's the, Vic- it's nice. the, it's the new Victoria's Secret something. And I'm, ah, just, I'm very happy. Like I'm happy with the diversity. Aren't you? I like, I like it. I like inclusion. Inclusion. It's I very... Can't go wrong with inclusion, man. No, you cannot, especially in the mailbox. So I appreciate that. That's that's it. I mean, they. Sh- I think that they should have had a few more races and nationalities mixed in there, like yeah. three, at least three or four more. Yeah, as many as many as possible. Pack them all in there. Just get them all smash in together. Smash in together. That's right. That's Let's see the whole about. spectrum. Yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, to be fair to everyone, of course. right? I mean, come on, it's about inclusive. Inclusive. It's about inclusivity. That's a big word these days. That's it. (laughs) Okay. Quick question. Yeah. Are you familiar with a thing called simulation theory? I uh, am not. I mean, I may know something about it, but I, I have to say I'm not. Okay. The theory goes, we, you and I, all of our existence is essentially an artificial simulation run by some previously successful civilization that was able to create a computing power big enough to simulate reality on our scale, basically. And so our very existence is happening inside of like a, what we would consider a computer simulation. That's what that, uh, sounds a lot like religion too. Kind of. <laughs> well, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, if you, religion in a sense is, you know, like an artificial reality. God created everything and gave you some rules and, you know, you're going to either abide by things or you're not. And he's observing things, right? Yes. And then in this particular thing, we're talking about somebody else creating or what? Yes. How? Hmm. There's a lot of theories that go with it and whatnot, and they've kind of whittled it down to like three things. But yeah, the, the 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 essence of it is that civilization has become so advanced, like a post-human type civilization, that they have created computer systems that can quite literally simulate reality as we know it, and that's what we exist in. And there's tons of like almost proof that it's that's that's actually what's going on. And so I just found that to be like fascinating when I heard that, because I kind of like can sense it sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's going to sound way out there, but I'm, I'm not kidding when I say I can like sense it. It's like something's not, I'm missing something, but perhaps that's something else. I don't know. But the fact that someone like, like a physicist type person, he's a very famous guy and um, for it, his name is Nick Bolstrom. And he was the one who kind of like came up with the whole concept of it. And it does make a lot of sense. And to your religious thing, totally makes sense. Completely makes sense from a religious standpoint. Like the religious people know I, I, what's going on, but they won't share it with the rest of us. They hide it behind this book called the Bible. Yeah. I kind of I kind of feel like, uh, you know, one thing, it could be a, a science person's way of, of admitting that there's a creator and creation and god and all that stuff but but 
flipping this, the script on it a little bit to make it a scientific experiment by some hyper-intelligent people or whatever the heck, right? Right. So it's, it's kind of like their way of saying, okay, okay, maybe the two rocks crashing in together in space didn't create all of this stuff. Maybe that's not, you know, it's kind of out there. So we've got this other explanation, but it's not religion. It's not God, but somebody else created us. <laughs> and right. yes. they're watching over us, but it's not God, right? But, it's not, it's not, it's not that crazy religion stuff. It's science. It's the science version based. of it. Yes. Science based. That's kind of what I think, you know, and, uh, which I mean, I'm religious, right? And I have my beliefs and, uh, but I, I kind of feel like they're onto something maybe in, in a way too. Um, it's, it's, it's intriguing, right? Because, you know, like you said, we've all had instances where things, you know, didn't quite add up and, and, um, you know, it's funny. It kind of like, it brings a, it actually explains a lot of things though. Like I told you before when I was living in that freaking haunted house, serious real deal haunted. <laughs> yes. but I heard but I heard a voice a couple of times, and it was the voice was like there, but not there. Like you could hear it crystal clear, but it was almost as if it was in some other, I don't know, dimension. I'm not a scientist, so I don't know how to explain it, but somewhere else, right. but it was right there. A different time, a different, I don't know what the hell, man. And so that was weird. And then um, I forgot I was going to say something else, too. Uh, something along those lines, though, that. Like, uh, oh, that one time, although I think this was more of a government thing, but remember after I told you after like 9-11, I was on the phone one time with somebody and when they hung up, I heard a lady's voice say, oh, uh, he hung up or they hung up or something <laughs> yes. to that effect. So I don't know if that was the NSA or something, or perhaps it's this, whoever's watching what the heck's going, but I, I don't know why they would be worried about my freaking conversation. It means meaningless. So... I don't know. It may seem but, meaningless, but maybe in the big picture, it was very important. You maybe never, I'm maybe I'm starring in this thing. You are the star, very like Truman Show. You know, in many respects, yeah, I, there's a lot of there's a ton of information or a ton of theories, like working theories about that that concept, and I just find it just I love it, man. It was like a fantastic rabbit hole to go down to like see all this stuff because for me, man, it's it's real. And so, like you said, like you're the yeah. star of it. In a sense, you are the star of it because there's one kind of line of thought that says the person who's really in control of this is what you would consider your higher self. So you have a higher self that exists outside of this plane, if you want to call it that. And it's kind of like jumped into the simulation for some reason, like a trial of sorts. Or it's a video, like a super complex advanced video game that you can actually really get into kind of thing. And then you live life. And you wake up as a baby with complete amnesia of your higher self. You don't know. And so you have all these innate traits and your DNA and all this other shit. And here you go. Here's your path. Yeah. And this is how you, yeah. <clears throat> this is how you roll. It's pretty fascinating, man. Interesting. So, so let me ask you this, your thoughts on like, say, uh, like creationism versus, uh, I don't even know what the big bang theory or whatever. Did you ever think that the big bang could be possible or were you kind of like, well, it's just some sort of a stretch to explain something other than theological thought, you know, something else. What, what, what were your thoughts on it? You know, very early in the book of Genesis, you know, let there be light. You know what I mean? That's kind of God's way of saying he's like created the universe. Let there be light. And the big bang is like, 
let there be light. It's like, bang, there's the light. Yeah. They're synonymous, in my opinion. Science and religion that in that respect are the same. And yeah. from a simulation standpoint, that's really just flipping on the power. Turn it on. Boom. Let there be light. You hit go, basically, on the very first yeah. go. And that's how that part works. But you'd have to have someone or something to create the organic life. Because my, my thought is like two, two giant planets or rocks or whatever without any kind of life on them at all couldn't crash into each other and create organic things that I don't think. I mean, again, <laughs> I didn't go, you know, like I'm, I'm not an astrophysicist or whatever the hell. I, I wouldn't know that, but I don't think that that's how it works. So I, I agree with you. And what they posit is that it could happen because in a simulated world, you can make anything happen. And what we consider, what you and I consider like organic, organic life is not organic life. It's just mm. pixels and it's just digits of information. And the way that our brain works is it's it's all electric, right? So electricity in our brain fires up and fires all these little receptors that are, and that's how it interprets the information. It isn't, it's kind of like our brain is a computer in itself. It's like a, like a visual hands, you know what I mean? Like all of our senses and then the brain works through everything and then presents what we call consciousness. And they say without consciousness, there is no reality because you can't like observe it. And so if you can't observe reality, it doesn't exist. And so consciousness, right. in a sense, is kind of like you're, you're like life in the game. It, I wonder, how, I wonder how many times I've, my higher self has been embarrassed. <laughs> that's a good, you qu- know, that's a good question. Like <laughs> mine like, on the know, daily, the, like the shut and shake, like just like he's just up there, like oh, oh God. my like, God, like like my higher guy knows your higher guy, yeah, and they look the... at they look at each other and they're like what the. Oh my god, dude! Like laugh and like, oh my god, like bro, here he dude, goes again. My, my guy's an idiot. Yeah, <clears throat> constantly. Agreed. I need him. I need him to hook me up with some funds, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, hey man, like, give me the give me the lotto numbers. Come on. And since it's a game, freaking why did why do those people get to win that damn game? I want to win that freaking lotto. You know. You know why? Because here's the best part: is that. In a simulated reality, you can manifest a lottery win. You can think it through, and people the, do say that, and you can make it happen. This is where, like, the secret and all that bullshit, manifestation, imagining things into life, and you really can do it. You truly can do it. You truly can. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably too pragmatic, you know. Like, uh, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like, yeah. I can't imagine that's real, you know. I won't be completely out of there like, ah, oh, it's bull crap, you know. But I'll be like, oh, I don't know. It's just, you know. And then I'll get caught off on something else like Skinwalker Ranch or something. And be like, oh, check this out. So, yes, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. So when did you, did you just stumble across that theory recently or? Oh, no. It's been one that I've known about 15 years, I think. Oh, interesting. It's been around for a while. Yeah, it, it's and I I don't like sit there and swim in it, but I do love to visit it every now and again, and because uh, mm-hmm. it the ideas keep evolving and they you know it just right. keeps reaching out and it's so parallel to religion. It's almost like if you do, if it you is. if you can really understand that this is like you're just living in a computer simulation in, in the sense that we can interpret that, it it means it brings a whole different like meaning to your life at that point. 
And so yeah. a lot of the religious texts and that kind of thing, it really makes sense. Like all the things that Jesus is saying, because what, what they're saying, because if it's a program, then we ourselves are programmed. And so they say your base program is the ego and the ego is what keeps you alive. And so we use our base program of ego, which is how most of the world operates. And that's how we go through. We're just trying to survive and we're very egotistical about it. Meaning we're like, we aren't symbiotic with nature around us. We're more like a club and just beating things and that, you know what I mean? And so that's our base yeah. survival. But people who've retired planes like the Buddha and people like that, they have a whole different existence within the same realm that the rest of us do who are just baseline ego people, which is the majority yeah. of people. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably in there, you know? Like, oh, dude, yes. Right? Because I mean, it's your default. That's that's just what you wake up with, you know what I mean? So you really got to play a higher level. Yeah. I uh, Speaking of ego, just real quick, this is just a thought that just I just remembered. I uh, had a dream last night that I got into a fight with a couple of guys, right? Hmm. Not like a... Like a street fight, we were arguing back and forth, and so I ended up tussling with one of them, and I knocked him down, and I was kicking him, right? Uh, which is always a classy move in a fight. Always kick your opponent when, when they're, they're down. down. Yes. Um, right. And so, I mean, I didn't knock him out. I just we, we were tussling, and he fell down, and I started kicking him. But then when I woke up, I had realized that I had kicked my. There's like a. Uh, the shelving unit next to the bed with clothes, you know, I don't know what you, <laughs> yeah. know what you, call, what you call the thing, a big dresser. Right. And I kicked it and I hurt my toe. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I actually kicked in my dream. Yes. Uh, yeah. Crazy man. Right. And I, I woke up, my heart was beating fast for a while. Like I was, adrenaline was going, like I was in a fight. Yeah. It's just crazy. So speaking of ego, right. Uh, obviously I, apparently I won that one or I just woke up after I kicked the thing, and so I, I would say that I landed the majority of damage, and so I won. Oh, if he's down yeah. and being kicked, yeah, you're, yeah, that's yeah. hand in the air, dude. Oh, that's it, right? That's I, it. That's what I said, and uh, you know, and it came out of it pretty much unscathed, aside from my toe that hurts. It actually hurts right now. I kicked the thing pretty well <laughs> from a dream. And, uh, from a dream, right? From a dream. <laughs> yeah. Adrenaline going for like about good 10 or 15 minutes, you know, like I'm, oh, yeah, just wild. I hadn't had a dream like that in a while. Normally, I don't even remember my dreams. Like, right. Or I, or I don't even, I think that I don't dream or I just don't remember them. I don't know. That one was pretty vivid. Um, crazy. Anyways. That but, is crazy. But speaking, but speaking of ego, that's probably it. And that probably brought a my higher self to just sit there and look and like, uh Here's the idiot just broke his toe, um, you know, dreaming about fighting somebody. That's uh, <laughs> can get more egotistical than that, right? Oh no, man, baseline. Yeah, that's baseline. What was good though is it wasn't real. That's good. So that's always a nice feeling too. I've had hor terrible, terrible dreams, dude, oh. where I wake up like holy, like with the adrenaline going, yes. dude, like holy shit. Thank God that's not real. Yeah. I'm not going to prison or some crazy dude, dream. I had that one. Yeah, that I killed somebody. Oh and I was shit. going to prison, going to prison, and my life, you know, like I wasn't going to see my kids. Like it was just, it was like a dark cloud. Just yeah, it was so real. And I woke up and maybe for like a minute. Because, uh, you know, you're trying to gather your thoughts or whatever. And then when I realized that it was it was a dream, I was so happy. I don't know if I've ever been that happy. I mean, m maybe I've matched it or something, but that was pretty <laughs> right. happy because, dude, yes. my life was done. It was over with. I was gone. I was going to go 
freaking to <clears throat> Pelican Pelican Bay up there and <laughs> don't know who what what group I would hang out with. Like you know what I mean? Like it it was all screwed up. It was bad. Hanging with so, the Menendez brothers. Is that where they are? I think they're in San Quentin, actually. San Quentin. It could be. Those in guys. I mean, I wonder if they, uh, if they have them protected. You know, like do they? They're not in there with the regular. They would have been killed already. Yeah. You know. Didn't they get the they were, the death sentence? Did or does California not do that anymore? You know what? I. Uh, that's a good question. That is a good question. If they do have it, and I think that I think it's on the books, but they don't ever. Utilize it like you know, California. They don't even arrest people anymore, man. They don't. Uh, <laughs> this is true. It's just, yeah. That dude Gascon, that uh, DA in LA, LA yeah. County. He's like, I guess he came from San Francisco, and you see what the mess is up there. Um, I guess they feel like you can be, I don't know, rehab some other way or something. I don't know, man. But the problem is, there's some pretty violent mofos in California, man. There's some pretty bad dudes. That need to be locked up, mm-hmm. and I've known I've known a couple of them. Like they cannot function without effing somebody up for no reason or for reason of their own, right? Their own reason. Like I I don't like that dude over there. I'm I might just kill him and his family. That's the thing. And those guys, you can't just let them. They just don't belong in society. They're just evil, right? That's it. That's it. I'm not saying you have to the death penalty or whatever, but you got to keep them locked up somewhere. Or you how can't about just let them run. Like the the prison island concept, that's mm-hmm. a good, I like that idea. You just go put them I on, do. drop them onto an island, and good luck. Fend, fend for yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then that way you didn't kill them. You just put them out there, and yeah, you drop drop supplies every now and then, like big bales of like whatever rice and spam, probably. Because <laughs> spam, that's I mean, yeah, give them spam and rice, and. uh yeah, let them figure it out, man. That's I, I think that's a good thing to do. I think it is a good thing to do. And speaking of spam, in a different life, I was married to somebody whose family like loved spam. Loved yes. it. And I never forget like one of the first times I was there, and for whatever reason I'm in the kitchen and there I'm I go and open the cupboard door and I it's three shelves high, front to back spam. Oh. And I'm like, Wow. I don't yeah. even and I said I wouldn't even feed my dog that. That's what I told them, and they—I was young and stupid, and they were so offended by me saying that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. My, I think my my dad like fried spam. You know, I remember <laughs> yeah, him, that's fried spam, yeah, fried yeah. spam, and uh, I think maybe it was just convenient. You know, that's kind of what I think. Um, I don't know, dude. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm vegan now, so obviously I couldn't do it. But if I wasn't and I tried it, I probably would retch. Like, I just... And I can eat some some crazy shit, you know, but that was just not one of them. Like, it, there's, it's like an island thing, though. I know in Hawaii, spam yeah. spam oh, Hawaii is a thing, is man. Yeah. Bro, it's big. Big time. Yeah. One of the, uh, one of the gifts uh, given to them by the colonizers, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> can and a ham. Because, it, ham because they can. didn't have that... Bro, they didn't have that before. So no, yeah, they, that's true. <laughs> there was no spam. Probably there was prior. no freaking spam. Dude. They probably <laughs> had a much better nutritious meal plan before. You know, before all that. So yes, crazy. But but you know this uh, the thing you're talking about, man. It it really does sound like like a uh, you know the the scientific counterpart to religion. I mean, it's 
you have somebody controlling everything uh, from above, right? Looking down, mm-hmm. looking at the simulations, looking at what people are doing. That's it, that's wild, you know. Yeah, it's wild. It's completely wild, and you could put like your own son in there if you wanted to. The creator himself has a son, and boom, there he is. We we'll call him Jesus, or something to that effect. You know, the Son yeah. of God. Here he is, and he knows all this. He's got. He's so wise, and he has all this great wisdom to share with us. Before we you kill know, him, you know, then we kill him, and then that's the end of that. I mean, and that that could technically coincide with theological thinking. You know, it could. Yeah. Because because religious people would be like, well, that's just God. You know, that's God controlling the whole thing. And uh, you know, the other the scientific folks would be like, well, it's it's a little bit different. You know, it's higher it existence, your higher existent thing. But but to me, that one gives gives a whole lot more run for your money than like the the big bang with that just created everything i just if 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 creation was the big bang thing you know uh you know as a plan of a higher like a god or something like that that makes sense to me then okay but if it's just two planets were out in space and they just crashed and then all of a sudden and, and you look around dude like look at all this there's no freaking way we wouldn't be podcasting like it <laughs> I just, it's a little more yeah, com- yeah, it's a little more complex than that yeah because then okay so what the scientific with the, the what the plan you're talking about we're bypassing all this evolution stuff i mean i can't imagine we came from fish or monkeys or whatever the heck it is now because then why are there still fish that are dumb as hell swimming around you know what i mean like they would have everybody would have progressed somehow or we're the only ones to progress this one, although some of us are pretty damn dumb, and <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a lot of digression happening around us. There's these a lot days. of digression, man. Yeah, they look they look human, but yeah, their brain they got a brain of like a gerbil or something. That's just no good. Um, <laughs> yeah, crazy. That's interesting though. That whole thing is interesting. I I hadn't heard that, but uh, yeah, <clears throat> I, I need to I need to look into it a little bit, find out a little bit more. It's interesting. It's worth it, man. In my opinion, like I said, I've I've totally experienced it, and I'm like a firm believer in it, in in whatever context that you want to call it. And I try to like use it to my advantage in many ways. And yeah, in some ways it does work, and in other ways I still have lessons to learn. I guess I'm like I'm on this path, you know, and this I'm in the game. I'm on my path, and I can I all of a sudden I can I can see like signposts, you know what I mean? In, in a certain way, yeah. like we were talking numerology one time. And you were saying 1204. You see that number a lot. 1204. Dude, your memory. How do do you remember that? I have a good memory. I have the memory for both of us. And so. (laughs) I I have memory for numbers, though. So numbers, like phone numbers, loan amounts, uh, interest rates, and all that stuff. I remember. It's names, dude. Those are the ones that kill me. You're like, uh, I know you, but I don't know your name. Hey, you. (laughs) It's it's usually sir or dude, depending on how old they are. You're right. Dude, dude, what's up? Totally agree. That's it. That's interesting. I'm sorry. So anyway, I cut you up. But so the numerology thing. So that plays into it. That's one part of it. And um, interactions you have with people, certain people you've come across in your life that you never f- will forget and things like that. That's part of it. Yeah. There's a lot of things and it's constantly happening. It is 100% like right now, everywhere around you, dude, it's like telling you something. And we have lost our connection with it. Because we are so distracted by the powers that be who don't want us to be focused on something different. Like yeah. to realize you, that you can manifest your own life and your own destiny. They don't want you to do that. 
So they need you distracted and scared and all this other shit. That, 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 that's, that coincides so parallel with religion. You know, like you yes. got the Holy Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit guiding you. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if you pray hard enough and you believe it, it'll happen, right? That kind of thing, too. Yes, ask and you shall receive. Not, and not only that, but also, this is interesting, too. It also kind of maybe coincides a little bit with, like, reincarnation. With uh, another religion, I'm not sure what religion is that. Is that Hinduism? I do. One of them is Hindu. There is reincarnation. That's why they don't eat okay. cows. That's why they don't eat cows. I don't either, but for a different reason. But uh, so the um, so that's it. That could be a simulated thing too. Like you're trying to get to the next level, right? That yes. They say, they're saying you're kind of leveling up, right? Like this is your life. You're going to get judged on it, and then you're going to move up or down or whatever. You're going to come back better or worse or something uh <laughs> that but that could be a game too like you you either level up or you don't yes play start all over again right yeah interesting yeah it's interesting and maybe people say well what about all the starving poor children who have no chance from birth you know and things like that i mean that unfortunately is a, is a aspect a component to the game this is what happens if you're not all on board, you know, because they'll say, oh, we're we're all one. People who do lots of drugs like mushrooms and psychedelics and shit, they'll tell you, man, you can totally, know, you know it. When you're super high on whatever, you can feel the connection with everybody. Like you realize we're all one connection kind of thing. And so that plays into it also. I know this is psychedelic shit. But I mean, I love I loved yeah. thinking about it, dude. And I really love going through my life like that with those glasses on that i'm looking for it yeah and it does point me generally in the right it's, direction it's, it's it's definitely better to know that there's something else waiting for you once this life or this game or whatever is done the game Do you know of life I mean? yeah it's it's it i mean once knowing that there's something else whether you think it's this route or you think it's traditional religion or whatever it is it it definitely makes things a whole lot better because to not have that thought or realization has got to suck. Particularly if you get a a, a, a bad diagnosis from a, some sort of medical test, you know what I mean? Yeah. At that point, you're like, you got nothing, bro. Like, you better better come around and think about that. I think a lot of people have like that. Well, they'll call that a spiritual awakening when you've you've experienced something pretty significant and or traumatic or both. And mm-hmm. you come out of it like in a spiritual awakened type sense. And you're like, man, I've, I've never lived life like this before, you know, because you've done something that's gotten you to that point. Something very, you know, shitty. You've made bad decisions, basically. And now no, you know, bad choice. Yes. Yeah. And now you have this. Oh, shit. And I've again, I've personally experienced that. So I know it to be true. I absolutely know sure. that part to be true. I had a period in my life, dude, that was so just out of. My it was just madness, I guess would be the best way to describe it. There was a period of my life that was absolute madness and it just rattled me to my core, dude. And it was like a real spiritual awakening coming out of the other side of that. And it was a hell of, it was a hell of a ride. I will say that. And that kind of jolted me, you know, in a certain sense. It's, you know, the thing about it is something like this is actually a blessing. That's exactly that's exactly correct, dude. Because when you look back on it, we survived it. We're good. I'm still alive. Whatever. You look back on it, say, okay, celebrate that. <clears throat> Even as fucked up as it was, celebrate it because you learned. 
you learn something there. It's something very right. important. It's, yes, and you're you not... went to, you went to a freaking university right there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you call and your you... name, walk across the stage. Yeah. yeah, if you don't make it, it's it's a failure. If you make it, then you graduated and you move on, and right? You That's move the whole on. thing. Yep. Yeah, so, so kind of kind of a blessing for sure. Didn't seem like it at the time. Did not seem I'm like sure. it. I'm sure. No, bro. Yeah, tough times, man, are rough. So interesting. So what what did you call this again? Um. The they call it the working theory, but it's simulation theory, is what it's simulation theory. Yes, but there's simulation a, theory. Simulation theory, and that basically posits that our life is an artificial existence in a computer somewhere, and that we're actually like we are not reality. <clears throat> like this table is not real; it's just made up of atoms. And atoms are ninety nine. These are real. That's real. Those are real guns. I'm just saying. <laughs> but the but but you're right the desk nah not so yeah, much i mean yeah it's interesting though that that is an interesting thing and that i think there's a there've been a couple of movies uh science fiction movies that have sort of kind of been alluded been, to that uh, yeah alluded to that along the same lines right like the matrix yeah. right but you were saying yeah, I remember like when a person dies like you can tell that it's it's gone. You know what I mean. You can see them and know There's instantly a, that that's gone. Yes. There's no you, life. If you walk into a room, and I've seen a, a few dead people through through work in the past, and then um, just others. And the thing is, if you walk into a room and you see somebody laying on a couch or a bed, you know whether they're asleep or they're dead. Mm -hmm. You can just you can just sense it. And matter of fact, uh, I was uh, used to work for animal control a long time ago when I was younger the animal shelter and they had the, the freezer where they would keep all the dead animals like they, the ones that were put to sleep the ones that were like shot by police or whatever they would have them up there with tags for whatever they're holding them for and you walk in there and the very first time you walk in there it's shocking because there's so much death around you even though it's animals right, right. that's what that's what we're about. They, they're animals but it's still shocking now had it been a like a coroner's office and there have been a bunch of dead humans it really would have been crazy but but it's really shocking. But you can you can tell like there's nothing but, you know, remnants of flesh and bone. There's no even animals like I don't know. Like, OK, so like I said, I'm religious. So like every human has a soul mm -hmm. and I believe that. And I think that animals do, too, to some degree or other. It's just because when it goes away, it's just a sack. You're like it's just a sack of bones. Could be a burlap sack with some bones in it. Right. That's that's it. That's it. That's you it. Know? It shows you how precious life is, because your your meat That's true. your meat suit that we're just wearing, <laughs> meat it, suit it's just exactly. it's just the suit of meat and, yeah. and bones and all this other crap. But the life that is inside of it, very valuable, much more valuable yeah. than the suit itself. That's why. Yeah, you, it's. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, I, yeah. I agree. It's. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Regardless of which, which. Two, the two things we're talking about, regardless of which one you believe or think or which one you're leaning towards, in both instances, the life is important. What you do with your life, how yes. you live it, mm -hmm. it's either way, it's important. And uh, so many of us just freaking jerk off our, <laughs> you know, they just say it like that, but it's true. Just jerk off <laughs> our freaking lives, man. And just, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, well stated. <laughs> yeah. Some more than yeah. others, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some more than others. Yes. Depending depending on how old they are, right? That's exactly right. Another, another story. Um 
So, yeah, man, that's uh, that uh, totally interesting. Um, and they kind of, you know, kind of along the lines that we were we were talking about this and uh, earlier um, on actually Riverside. I ha- I have to just throw this out there, but Riverside is it Riverside.fm, right? Yes. Is that what it is? Yep. We we purchased this platform to to record our podcasts uh, and also video with them as well. And um, Riverside.fm is just not happening, man. It's just not doing it. I feel, I'm feeling really annoyed by it because we paid for it. And, um, you know, I know that we were having problems with like the, you know, your uh, internet speed on your end, but we're able to do it here on Skype. So why? The, the exact same way. Yeah. The exact same way. And everything's clear. I'm hearing you clear as a bell. Everything looks good. I'm just a little bit more than uh, a little bit more than displeased with Riverside FM. I hate to throw that out there, but yeah, I don't know if they'll even hear this from us or whatever. But I just had to mention that. Um, so because of that, we can't put video out on YouTube right now. So we're going to just continue on with the audio till we figure that situation out. But we were talking on the other the other platform and uh about that skinwalker show i was telling you about skinwalker mm-hmm. um the secret of skinwalker ranch and um i i don't know see the thing is when we were on there how did you how much of that did you hear when i was talking about it a little bit here and there so it seemed like the, the gist of it is oh. there's a certain area in northern utah how mm-hmm. large is the area 512 acre ranch 512 acres so just under a square mile six a square mile is 640 acres so five that's pretty damn pretty good close. size it's okay big, yeah. and there's all kinds of like weird phenomena like all of them all of them, all of them in one it's all in one spot all in one ghost type things um ufo sightings uh portals animal mutilations bigfoot uh, it's, it's, no bigfoot Interesting. No Bigfoot. They didn't mention Bigfoot at all. But I don't think there's enough woods around there for Bigfoot. It's pretty much desert. He can't hide, you know, like out there. So true. Yeah. Anyway, anyway so that you know, so it's been sold a couple times, and the and the most recent guy who purchased it um, has hired a team of like scientific investigators, and they're running all kinds of experiments to figure out what the heck is going on. And uh, one of the guys who was a um, his name is. Dr. Travis Taylor, he's a uh, astrophysicist. He came on, and you could tell when he was talking, when he first down, sat down at the table with these guys who had been there for a while, he was kind of skeptical, to say the least. You know, they were talking about seeing things and hearing things and which portals you, and well, whatnot. Which you would and be. He's, Wouldn't you be skeptical? Particularly a guy who's a scientist, right? He makes his life, he's living as a scientist, right? <laughs> right he's, yes. he's, when you say science, that's he lives that, right? And... Uh, it's funny because, you know, I watched, there's like three seasons, I guess, on it so far. And I've watched the first season and he was, they had kind of like a, their little staff meeting or whatever. And he said, you know, when I first sat down with you guys, I was, I was more than a little skeptical when I was hearing about all this. And he's like, now I really just don't know what to think. I mean, there's like high doses of radiation coming out of the ground. Like they, they read it on their, uh, is it dosimeters, dosimeters, something like that. Okay. Uh, and they're walking around with those and they've got. Uh, other things measuring like radio frequencies and uh, radiation, all kinds of other stuff, right? Gamma gamma radiation and things like that. So they they've got this great equipment, and the guys spending a lot of money, and they're they're digging and drilling holes in the ground and doing all kinds of 
experiments, man. Pretty interesting. Um, pretty impressive, actually, when you when you see the stuff that they're doing. But they still can't figure out what the hell is going on. There's, you're seeing things. And you're seeing the lights. <laughs> and you see the cameras like UFOs like flying across. And when I say UFO, I'm not saying that there's aliens in there. It's it's truly an unidentified flying object. Could be the government. Dude, it could be a government base in there. Who knows? Mm, right. right. Drones um, or some shit. Yes. I mean, but they're flying across the thing. And then there was a cow that died. Uh, and it was just weird. They also had uh, brought in a couple of like alpacas, which are like, I don't know if you know, but they're kind of like llamas, but they're smaller, I guess. And mm-hmm. so they put them in a thing and they, they got attacked by some sort of a large, like a dog looking thing. And they shot the dog a couple of times with a, with a 357 Magnum pistol and it didn't stop him. So the guy went into the house and got a 30 out six rifle and the dog was still chasing things around. They shot, shot him, I guess a couple of times and then he took off, um, which doesn't make any kind of sense. But, um, what I was saying about the area was like, I guess <laughs> hundreds of years ago, the, the Navajo nation got together with the Ute nation, uh, and they were, I guess, trading and doing all kinds of things. And they had a falling out. And, um, apparently the Ute nation was, I guess like enslaving some of the uh, Navajos and selling them to like uh, like the white colonizers. Of course, the white colonizers are always in the middle of this crap. <laughs> right, setting up the deals. Always, yep. always right there, setting up the deals, right? And so they were, whatever. And so the Navajo uh, shaman, I guess, were, they cursed the property or the area, that, that area, general area, and um, with skinwalkers. And so they're like kind of like shapeshifter type things and just a bunch of weird stuff. But also, uh, as I was saying earlier too is that there was a lot of uh, nuclear testing done not too far from there actually in nevada but not uh, very far away and they actually i guess detonated uh 1032 different nuclear tests in a like 30 40 year period so <laughs> a, th- a thousand nuclear weapons right That's and the mind-boggling last one- dude i mean how did that not have an effect on the planet you know they, they say <laughs> nuclear war is the end of all things but here they are shooting off a thousand over a thousand of them in one spot bro oh. the, the last one is september 23rd 1992 what 1992 <laughs> 1992 <laughs> what? uh so in 19 okay 923 1992 the u.s conducted the its last nuclear test codenamed divider at an underground facility in nevada it was the last of 1,032 nuclear tests carried out by the United States government since the Trinity test 47 years earlier. So 47 years, they conducted 1,032 tests here in the mainland of the United States. Wow. So, so anyway, they're you know they're getting a lot of radioactive radioactive readings sure. out of the ground. Oh, you don't say. But you know the, but, <laughs> yeah, but listen to this. This is what's weird. It comes and goes. That's what's crazy about it. Like one minute, the one guy, he actually had some burns on his face. Like this, they said it looked like radiation burns when oh. he went to the doctor. Another one had this weird, they, so they have these weird medical episodes, right? And um, so they'll, they'll test it and they'll be like, oh yeah, it's super high, whatever, with their dosimeters and all this stuff. And then the next day they'll go back and check it and it'll read zero. It's just it's just really weird. If you if you have Hulu, you got to watch it. I, cause right. There's so much. They're conducting these these experiments throughout every episode. It's just way more. I'll sound like I'm like I'm a babbling fool if I try to like squeeze all this in <laughs> in an hour. This is literally three three seasons, right? There's yeah, yeah. there's so much stuff. But the guy, like I said, the, the one thing about it is the guy came in really skeptical, and now he's 
he got the radiation burns and now he's not so uh, skeptical and um tesla coils are really cool that's a that's a fact that's, I, yes you know, yes they huge, are they, they had a huge one dude about like 10 12 feet tall damn and it's it it they fired it up and then they took a like a like a regular light bulb and had it stuck to like a piece of metal pipe and they stuck the pipe in the ground and actually lit it up and this was like maybe 40 50 feet away from that tesla coil damn so that's how much yeah it's electricity crazy, right? yes just running through there um so they might be killing themselves slowly i'm not sure but <laughs> yeah in the name of science right so yeah it's pretty wild but anyway if if you get a chance the secret of skinwalker ranch you got it you i know because of the way you think in your mind you would really get a kick out of watching this stuff because it's it's a it's uh originally from the history channel and it is actually a um a documentary so okay I kind of formulated like a reality to, you know, they have make things look a little bit more exciting, but the fact is they're actually doing these, these things. And it's, it's interesting um, because I don't know. I mean, like I said, the, the, they took like, um, I guess it's some sort of magnetic imaging of the ground under, under the ground mm -hmm. and uh, showed a couple of different things that could be like tunnels or some structures that, that don't look like naturally. Um, they, they don't look natural to them, I guess. And so, it could be it could be a uh, uh, military base down there, man. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> some. I mean, would that shock you? Some bunker complex? No, hell no. Some, you know, we got them. I mean, we got them, right? And, yes. And what would be, what better place than like Utah, Nevada? I mean, yeah. You've already you've already blown it all up with nuclear weapons a thousand times. Why not <laughs> build some bunk? They they've got to have some facilities close by where they're doing all these tests, right? I, I would imagine. Um, so what, and you, what is it? So what's going on there in your opinion? Now they're obviously running all types of experiments and whatnot, trying to determine that, which probably makes for just fantastic television. Well, but what could it be? Especially okay, the, so, the part I enjoy is the portals. Like, so there's a portal. Where are you going to some other? Well, okay. So like, here's, here's the, here's my thing, right? This is the thing. And this was, and I brought this up too, because what you were talking about earlier. So I, I think that, well, I'm not sure whether they're real or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if we are visited by aliens from other planets or other times or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so what we were talking about earlier about having higher consciousness, consciousness from the future that they could be coming back through these portals doing whatever it is they're doing and experimenting, checking on things. I don't know. Could be. But they, if, if they have the technology to do what we talked about earlier – they certainly have the technology to come back through portals and come and mess around and do whatever it is they're doing. Yes. I, you know, the thing is like, but sometimes you have to take a step back and say, well, wh why would they need to come back here and screw with us and do things like that and fly around and scare the shit out of people and cut cows up? Wouldn't you already have that information, you know, because <laughs> yes. you and I already know what a cow looks like cut up. You know what I mean? Like, why would somebody out of the future need to come and... <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Of course, like, of course. So that's a little bit, a little bit of that. I don't know what's going on, bro. What uh, What you need to do is log on to Hulu, watch the thing. I think it's on Netflix too. Watch the thing, and then we got to talk about it in a future podcast. Uh, All right. I'll once do that. we get through it. Okay. Got to do it. Got to do it. I'll check it out. Yeah, I love that All stuff, right. man. I do. Yeah, it's particularly because what I like about it is there's actual professional scientists who are carrying out experiments not some dude saying yeah 
I freaking saw these little green men running around, you know, whatever. They're, this guy's kind of like, I don't know if I believe in all that stuff, but I, I'm certainly open-minded, but I want to, the data is going to tell me what, what we need to know. So yeah. it, it's interesting. Some great experiments, too. Um, so uh, one other thing that we were talking about earlier, too, and I, I wanted to kind of bring that up again to kind of close out the show today. We'll kind of shift gears and jump back into the political realm a little bit and um, talk a little bit more about this uh, this search warrant that was executed uh, at Donald Trump's um, pad over in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and just kind of what what are your thoughts on it? I have to first say, have you ever seen like the aerial view of Mar-a-Lago? Have you seen like what that whole place looks like? I don't. I I thought myself, but is it a golf resort? No. Or is it not? It's like a it's like a palace. <laughs> I mean, you look it up sometime, <laughs> dude. Look up wow. like, the, the aerial view of Mar-a-Lago. It is an absolutely exquisite home, dude. It is something to see, no doubt. And that's Trump's house, you know. So, of course, and of course. Like I was saying earlier, dude, to me, it's astounding. One, he has something they want. That's number one. And it's astounding to me that he they were able to pull that off without him knowing it, if that was the case. Sure. Those are the two things that really stand out for me. Like, I don't really give a fuck what he has or, you know, is he a criminal? Is this that? I highly doubt it because they wouldn't, they wouldn't, if they did that and they raided him, then they would arrest him. You know what I mean? If there was like conclude, some kind of like smoking gun of like he stole top secret nuclear shit he's given to Kim Jong-il or somebody, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like that didn't happen. So what exactly does he have? What did they want? Well, it's documents related to blah, well, what what documents? You know what I mean? Like what documents are you talking about? Yeah, was it the invitations to the January 6th coup? Is that what they like, were hey, saying it is? <clears throat> no, I'm just I'm saying I, like, the, the invitations. Actual, actual invitations like <laughs> hello, the you end. are cordially, cordially invited. invited. <laughs> please, please RSVP. Yes. And uh, plus one, plus one if you'd like. Plus one. Plus two. Bring your own guns. <laughs> Bring your own guns. BYOG. BYOG. Um, yeah. I don't know, dude. I yeah, I, I I suppose you're right with that because because typically well they're not letting on. I mean, can a search warrant have really have to do with that January whole six thing? I don't. I don't know what you would be looking for. I know that they said something about him bringing classified documents from the White House to his personal residence. Right. And then, like I said, somebody else said that you know the president has the ability to declassify things um, prior to leaving office or whatever. So apparently, those items were not declassified, but they're not saying what the items were. I haven't. I have to be honest, though. I haven't really put a whole lot into reading up on that whole thing because I've, I'm more occupied with Skinwalker Ranch, uh, which I find vastly more important at this point. But um, which, and, and it probably as, is, and not as annoying, dude. To be honest, uh, this other stuff is just really getting like get somewhere with it. You know what I mean? I've, I've heard people, multiple people, people say on multiple occasions. They finally got him. They got him, you know, and they never get him. Uh, and then now, though, this is a this is another step, though, because before it was like, oh, they're investigating. They're going to look at his taxes, whatever the heck, and nothing ever comes of it. And then the whole January 6th, uh, you know, investigation or whatever. But this is a whole nother thing. When you do a search warrant, 
mm-hmm. you had to have a judge sign off on it. Like, yeah, there's there's reason to believe that that these things that we're looking for that are criminal are there. And so, I mean, I, I suppose they may have judges in their pocket who would just sign off on it, but <clears throat> I don't know. But it's definitely next level. It is next level. It's not really precedented. You don't see anybody. They ain't going after Obama. You know what I mean? Or George no. Bush. And that dude, both of those dudes were basically murderers. Cheney. Bro, how about Cheney? Dick Cheney. Yeah, yeah they ever send the FBI I mean, to his house? What's I mean, all the they, bullshit they got going on? They talk about him like, yeah, like people hate him. Like he's the, he's like a, you know, the messenger of death or whatever. And none of that ever happened. No. Um, there was a lot of accusations about Hillary Clinton. That never happened. Uh, so I don't know. It's This is either... Either it's something really big or they just want to just F with this dude forever. Like, I don't know. Well, this will be in the news, you know, or or is this a play to continue to maybe make people look poorly on the Republican Party because, you know, because the elections are coming and all that kind of stuff? Or I don't know. I really don't know. Or is it really something, you know, Um, I'm sure. Stay tuned. It remains to be seen. Have you ever noticed, something that just popped into my head, that every now and again, like Joe Biden just got back from a trip um, to Saudi Arabia, where he visited the king. Uh, The king, you ever notice, never comes to America? You ever notice that? The king of Saudi Arabia never comes to America. That's interesting. The president always goes there and like greets him there and bows, like Obama bowed bowed to him. And people are like, what the fuck? They kiss his ring or something? Yeah, some like really godfather like shit. Like what is that? Aren't you the fucking yeah. president, man? Not of uh, of, of the of the, the United arguably, States. Arguably the most powerful person on the planet. Arguably. Arguably. You know? Yes. Agreed. Um and so what's up I with mean, that? Certainly more powerful than them. Certainly. Maybe not richer, but certainly more powerful. Certainly more powerful. I don't know. Bro, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. I I'm not kiss anybody's ring i'll tell you that i am not either yeah. not the groveling type it's not my yeah. it's not my nature i couldn't even be like a waiter and no offense to waiters who mm-hmm. especially ones who enjoy what they do it's just not my bag man i am not there i cannot serve people no offense waiters it's tough because man you know because the thing is people are so damn ignorant and stupid and rude it would be an issue like yeah. i couldn't i do you know what the thing is i'm i mean i think we're we're probably a lot uh, similar in those, in in certain respects, like with regard to that. But I, uh, I've probably held myself back in life because I couldn't, because I'm always going against the grain. Like I can't follow along with stuff. I can't have people telling me what to do too much. I'd rather just do what I want to do, um, and that's kind of the thing. And so yeah, so being a waiter, stuff like that, service industry, I can't. I just can't do it. Um, <laughs> that's very yeah same reasons dude same exact reasons tough, man. I mean, go tough, against the grain yeah go against the grain uh, I'm, I don't care if if you think there's something wrong with your french fries just eat them you know I'm not going to go get you some more <laughs> I couldn't do it I had to do it one time man I was working I had just moved to Michigan after a while and um, I was working at this doctor's house and he was preparing to like have a huge wedding ceremony for his son. And I was helping him cause I do handyman crap. I've always done that kind of shit. And so sure. I was helping him get the house ready. So I was doing all kinds of shit. 
And then the day of the ceremony came and he asked me to come there and help. And so I was helping. And then they kind of like put me in like a server kind of costume kind of thing. And we're like, okay, Chris. And I looked out, I was like, no, man, no, nope, ain't doing this. Am not doing this. And he was like, oh, oh, okay. okay. Well, can you take grandma to the airport instead? I'm like, okay, I'll do that. But I sure as hell ain't yeah. serving. And I don't know, it just yeah. felt like to me, like, no, I ain't doing that. Sorry. No offense. Well, I, I, I kind of feel like that should have been cleared ahead of time. <laughs> I know, just kind of spring it on you. So you went from, like, yeah, from repairing the house to... <laughs> You're a server at their wedding. And putting, I, this thing was putting, massive, putting dude. Little, putting on a little tuxedo. And... <laughs> yes, with the tray and go get the orders. I'm not kidding. I'm just like, dude, no, I'm not yeah. doing that. Sorry. I, I, aperitif m'lady you know like yeah i don't think so yeah at a, at a wedding no. no less and no bullshit dude 350 people 400 people are there and it's massive so yeah good times and i left no, grandma hey. at the airport and they were so pissed and because i left her there and that lady told me you don't have to stay don't worry about it you can please leave and she gave me a tip and everything it was like don't worry about it and then she just took off and i get back to the house and he's like her flight got canceled why did you leave her? Oh, they were so mad at me, dude. And I was just like, she told me to leave. What are you talking about? I don't know. You know, I had no idea. Oh man, they were pissed. Was she, was she really old that she'd like, she didn't have her faculties about her or? Oh no, no. I, at the time, dude, I'm like 27. So she, maybe she's 60. You know what I mean? I say oh, old, but I'm like, you know, bro, bro come on. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years I from mean, now, that's me. So, yeah. <laughs> but at the time, dude, she was old. And so, yeah, they were not happy. Interesting, good times. Right what, what do they? What do they say? Come on, you got to get. You can't just leave it at that. Like, how did that? How did that conversation play out? He he literally like took me outside and said, "I can't believe you did that." And he gave me eighty bucks and said, "Get the fuck out." Basically, like kick me out. I'm like, "All right, sorry, <laughs> sorry, my man." She told me did to leave. Say, yeah, I did. I said, "I'm sorry, man." She literally told me to not stay, and then she walked away. And they were like, "You should have never left her." Even then, I'm like. Okay. Well, well, what could you do? What could you do? What am I supposed to do? Just stand there and like wait? That So, so what? So what did the old heifer she called them and said, "Hey, yes, that she called My flight got canceled flag, and freaking yeah. Chris left me here?" Yes, exactly. Drop me, dropped a dime on me. Cuz we're the it's like an hour from the airport from where that party was at. So I had a good long yeah. hour. And at the time I was driving a Corvette. And so I had to trade my brother for his truck so i had to put her luggage and all that shit because they were from india yeah. so this was an indian family and so it's, it's like an international flight and you know it's probably a crap shoot coming out of detroit who knows so who knows? Yeah. You, you know <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> i mean yeah uh, that kind of thing but anyway that's all that went but yeah he was pissed dude he took me out yelled at me freaking gave me he gave me 80 dollars and just said get the fuck out yeah, the good thing he didn't uh, freaking pull out the glove and like slap you in the face and turn <laughs> ten paces or whatever. Yeah, we have a duel at the guy's wedding. <laughs> Would you do it? Would you've done a duel? Uh, uh, yeah, I'd do a duel. Yep, I love the idea <laughs> of dueling, like the whole concept and why they do it yeah. and why they did it. I think yeah. it's fantastic. With those little flintlock, those little those little guns, flintlock yeah. things. Dueling pistols. I think I. I think I want a Glock or something like that if, if that's going to go down because <laughs> I'm liable to miss on the first one, you know, and that's it. So you got. So what do you do? Like if you if you if you both shoot and miss, do you just like throw the gun at him? What do you do at that point? No, that's it. It's over. It's immediately over. The moment. Oh, just, yeah. If nobody dies, that's it. You shake hands. 
And I guess the whole point, like nine times out of 10, <laughs> you just show up to the duel and you don't really do it. The fact that you showed up means, I'm sorry, dude, I dishonored you because I squeezed your wife's ass or something like that. What? Wow. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. Yeah. Yeah. See, to me, like it, it couldn't be over at that point because like this dude just shot at me and he tried to kill me. So, but you shot him too. To, that's the thing. It's both of you at the same time. That's, but, but that's different, Chris. You know, like it's okay <laughs> yeah. if I do it. That's different. <laughs> so, I would have to like charge at him and throw that revolver at him and hit him or something and attack. You know, it ain't kick over. Him or it right? ain't over till you're dead, mother scratcher. I mean, at that at that point, it's like no turning back. Like, okay, you get into <laughs> argument with somebody on the street. You know, you're like, all right, whatever, we'll argue, and you're able to walk away. Once it gets to the point where you're trying to shoot each other. It's on. It's on. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, there's no like. Pretty much war. That's why they. they so the the rules that you're talking about, like that's why you don't have a whole lot of that in America because Americans have no honor like that. You no, know what I mean? No, I agree with you completely. Can you imagine? No, not anymore. Heck no. There's It'd no be, honor here. No. It would be like you have some old flintlock pistol. What they would do is they'd pull like a sig out of their pants. Yeah. And mow the guy down with like fifteen. Shots of some point nine millimeters. <laughs> yeah, just unload. Do, 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 yeah. Do, 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 do. yeah. <laughs> Before he even gets a chance to pull that big ass trigger back, and you know, <laughs> yeah. Were That's, those things even accurate at all? No, not at any range. So you do ten paces, which is about twenty-five to thirty feet each of you, and so now you're about fifty to sixty feet away, and that's not an easy shot. You know what I mean? There's Without, a good chance. You, yeah, there's a good chance you're gonna miss. You're gonna miss. Yeah, unless it's intentional. Maybe that's a. Maybe that's the whole idea. We don't oh. really want to kill each other. Well, it started with sword fighting. So that that's how it all began, which I'm a bigger fan of. In fact, I feel like we should all just turn our guns in and everyone get a sword. And then you really mean business at that point. Those big-ass claymores, right? Those big ones, the Scottish ones? Yeah, it's Sure. Like, what? yeah, whatever suits your uh, fancy. Those things are probably too, probably too damn heavy. You want, you want something that's faster. Rather that big ass thing, yeah, you know. It's like by the time you wind up with that bad boy, they've stabbed you three times. <laughs> you know, just like choo, choo, choo. like Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's better suited for like a Braveheart type war. You ever done any fencing or anything like that? Oh, it's a, like one of my lifelong things, dude. I really want to be. Oh, a, yeah. I've never done it, but I would love to do it. I would love to. Do they do have it. fence? Do they have fencing in Michigan? They do. They do. There's a fencing club in Ann Arbor. Yep. Well, let me tell you something, man. Don't wait till you're fucking 58 years old. You know what I mean? Go do what you want to do, especially something like that. That's good Go advice. It. That's good advice. It's part yeah, of my it's, uh, my simulation, dude. My program. I should start. Part, part of your program. I, I thought you're gonna. I thought you're gonna say bucket list. I was gonna be like, don't say that. I hate. No. The, I hate the term. No. I hate the term bucket list. I really hate it. <laughs> I remember that about oh, I you, dude. Do this, I do this before I kick the bucket. Oh, bullshit. Just do it. Just, just do, do it because it. you want to do it, right? Not because you want to do it before you freaking die. Um, Good point. Yeah, that actually, that actually would be kind of interesting. I, I mean, actually, fencing does seem kind of cool because I think they got the little lights now too, right? Don't mm-hmm. some light up if you tag them or something. A little bit, they're a little bit more uh, advanced. Yes, it'd be kind of cool. It would um, be awesome. I mean. I don't know if, if somebody was jacking me up though, I might get mad and just like whip them with the thing, you know, over the head. <laughs> just you know? beat them with it. <laughs> just yeah, like a big baby, like come on, damn you, you know. Uh, poor sore loser, sore loser, dude. Every time. Um, I mean, really, anyways, think uh, about it like this, dude. Is there anything better than like a well choreographed like sword fight in a movie, like a really good one? You know, it's like damn, that's 
badass to watch that. Like two dudes who can yeah. really sword fight. It's pretty badass. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I mean, I like I like the more like the martial arts hand to hand, you know, hand that's on really hand cool too. Combat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, dude, you ever watch? Do you ever watch the Ip Man series? I see it all the time, and I tried to I tried to watch it. And I just could not get into it. Really? Yeah. Dude, there's one where he's fighting Mike Tyson. Like, come on. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson was an Ip Man? Yes, he was an Ip Man. It was either two or three. Wow. And um he okay. was he was a crook he was a crooked guy or whatever and it wasn't he wasn't Mike Tyson, but it was Mike Tyson. Right. And um him and uh, they, they got it on for like uh I guess it was supposed to be like two or three minutes. Um yeah, Mike yeah I, I just wouldn't want to fight that dude, man. Any not even now. Like anytime. Nope. Like he's just freaking um did you see that, that thing recently where he punched the shit out of that dude on the airplane? Did you ever see that? Did we yes. talk about that? Yes, we talked about it. it. Yep. I, did you I, see it? Did you ever see it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, I mean what was that dude thinking? <laughs> like, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe like was he thinking like lawsuit or something? Like, oh I'm gonna make him beat the shit out of me, I'm gonna sue him? Probably. And almost antagonizing him, thinking he's not he, gonna, he he won't do it. You know what I mean? That's Mike Tyson. He'll know that he'll get in trouble, but he must not know about any of his history because he'll, he's got some of the greatest street fight stories I've ever heard, man. Like yeah. getting in a car wreck and then pulling the dude out and beating the shit out of him. You know what I mean? And then the cops show up and he gives the other guy his car. He's like, here, here's a Rolls Royce. He'll just go away, kind of thing. After, after, after he calmed down. After he calmed <laughs> down, dude, like, wow. Yeah, the guy's that, psycho killer fighter. Yeah, it's freaking um dude, that's that's how he did so well in the ring. Like he he just I mean, that dude just was trying to kill somebody. Like you've seen it seen his fights? Dude. I mean, the, so he was one of my favorite fighters, but I, I really liked uh Evander Holyfield a lot and um Evander gave it to him. Evander, know? yeah, he certainly did. He He's event. Unfortunately, now he's suffering the the consequences of it all. But he was able to. Well, he would always. This is the thing about Evander, man. He had a he had a crazy heart because he was able to get rocked. Like he would get rocked and knocked down and all kinds of stuff. But the dude would always get up and just f you up after that. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> yes. Like, and he was. I don't know what kind of what. I'm not sure what he was injecting into his body for those fights with Tyson. But he was big as hell, dude. His dude. body was like a. That dude looked like a Greek god kind of a thing. He, like Tyson. He, Tyson yoked up, but but Evander was like if, if I could, if somebody said you could have whatever body you want, I'd be like, okay, that Evander that fought Mike Tyson, that's what I want, because <laughs> you know he was, dude, he was an absolute crazy. beast, and that's what it took to beat Mike Tyson, dude. You had to be, you know, yes. like Achilles, Hercules level in size, and in like you said, and heart, you, dude. The guy, and you had to. You had to be able to give it back to him, and a lot of them didn't because they were running away, you know, and they were just completely <laughs> exactly. off class. Like that know? hurt. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I mean, some, dude, man, that's just. I mean, I watched some video. It was all of his knockouts, like in a row. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was awesome, man. Mar Marvis Frazier. Yeah, there was so Marvis many Frazier, of them, dude. Can, I thought it. I thought he killed him, you know. And uh, <laughs> but you know the thing is, remember like the whole Buster Douglas thing, like he like. Mike Tyson is when he was on point and focused, like when he when he had his his first two managers or whatever, it seemed like he was on the, he was just a different level. Like he might have been the best ever. Mm -hmm. And then when he started screwing around like Don King, Don King and those guys, mm -hmm. and he got all 
screwed up with with the women and all that other crap. Um, it just he just wasn't the same. He he wouldn't. And that just goes to show you, though, dude, like in boxing, the thing about it is you could be so great. But if you don't prepare, uh, this dude is going to take you out. You're, you're going to lose. And uh, Buster Douglas, of all pe- of all the guys, he took him out, you know, yep, made him look great. And then he, Vander came and dusted him off. So a couple times. Yeah, man. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. crazy. Good shit, dude. Yeah, good talk, man. Um, anyways, uh, that I guess that pretty much concludes. We pretty much touched on everything today. So as always, a great, great talk, man. Um, to our listeners, uh, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please click the follow button and the notification bell so you'll be notified every time we upload a new episode. Also, click the share button. Send us to all your friends and family. I promise we're going to uh, we're going to be um, coming out with uh, more podcasts more often now. We just it's been it's been super busy, right? Um, if you'd like to leave us any feedback or suggest a topic for us to cover, please email us at poorelephantpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's poorelephantpodcast at gmail.com. So until the next episode, Chris, we're out of this motherfucker.